What's up, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Bench Bro Sports Podcast. We're glad you could join us today as we're a bunch of sports junkies debating about the hottest topics going around in the world of sports. I'm your host, Wesley Splain. Anthony Fertini's here. Brandon Farrell's here. Guys, what's happening? Good evening, fellas. Good evening. Gentlemen, good evening. How do we do? Doobie, doobie, doo. Yeah, we're doing good. Oh, yeah, you're us. We're watching uh, right now Cleveland and Pittsburgh is playing, so we won't really talk about that game as much as it's going on right now. But Cleveland's off to a fast start. Intercepted oh, Big yeah. Ben. The offense hasn't even hit the field yet. So Now they have incomplete first pass, Baker Mayfield. Yep. We're going to be watching that while we're talking about other stuff. So how is, how is everyone right now? Everyone's holding up good? Uh, everyone's kind of sitting tight it's getting a little bit colder there was snow in texas today i saw it was snowing in texas yep dude it was snowing in dallas today can you believe that but we're not getting any snow here i know well, but it snows in dallas boys cold. it snows in dallas it does get cold down there i mean even in carolina it's cold it's like it's even... cold down here right now bro i got sweatpants and a sweatshirt on so it's got to be like what, sixty-five there right now? Sixty? No, dude, it's it's been in the fifties all day, and it, it's like in the thirties in the morning. So yeah. it's cold. It happens. It happens. Your your nips get a little bit hard. Just because you're south doesn't mean anything. The water's still even cold down there, and everything. Well, if you're in Miami, it's always warm. Like it doesn't get below yeah. like fifty-five degrees in Miami. Well, I mean, you're That's so south spot. at that point. Well, yeah, you're right by the equator. Yeah. That that's the spot, and then the Key West too. Key and West, Hawaii. So Dude, I hate it when they moved the pole, uh, the Pro Bowl away from Hawaii. Just like when I was a kid, because Montana would literally snow from September all the way to March. In February, when it was like Pro Bowl week, you saw like nice, like sixty degree weather. You got like the little mini games going on with the quarterbacks and stuff. It was like a nice time to watch like football. Plus, that was like after the Super Bowl. It should always well, now they have it in Orlando. Yeah, which is so weird. I don't get why they moved it. It's dumb because last Pro Bowl, it was all shitty. The weather sucked, and it just didn't even feel like you were watching the Pro Bowl. No. I don't know. NFL is going backwards, boys. It's the way she's been going, boys. And I That's really Pro think she's going. should be in Hawaii. On a beach in Hawaii. Like, it, making the Pro Bowl should be an accomplishment. Like, award them with a trip to Hawaii. Like, a free... Exactly! Yeah, that's honestly a very good point. Like, you've made it this far. Here's a here's a trip to Hawaii. I think that's a great point. Instead, you're going to Orlando. No, <laughs> instead we're going to go do Pro Bowl in Oregon, where it rains every day. It might as well, yeah, honestly. Right. Excellent. I think it's going to be in Vegas from now on. Well, yeah, is that right? Yeah, but then, like, if you're a Raider, you make the Pro Bowl. You're like, well, shit. I mean, I'm playing at my home stadium. That's that's like literally a ten minute drive to the to the Pro Bowl, I guess. Yeah, that's ass. <laughs> How about the Browns guys? Holy cow, dude! Jarvis Landry is an amazing route runner. Dude, those guys who are like six feet, five eleven, six foot, they're so lethal on the field because they're so quick. I mean, look at Tyreek Hill. And Landry's like uh is he a ten year vet now? Or oh, he's up there. I have no idea, but Dolphins got rid of him. That's the only thing I know. 
Who they get rid of? Just texted me. Wow. Jarvis Landry. Landry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dolphins get rid of anything good. Two is on his way out. So yeah. Two. They're gonna get Deshaun Watson now. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? We can start. We can start with the Deshaun Watson news. Deshaun Watson. Oh no! no, no, Sorry, gotta go. Bye. All right, see you later, Anthony. Since uh, you're busy with your Buckeyes, they got nothing else special going on. Oh, yeah, but they'll take a shot at me there. Eh? How about hey, it? I, hey, I'll take shots later. Shot but, um, fired. Returning, at, returning fire. <laughs> anyway, Deshaun Watson is unhappy with, extremely unhappy with the Texans organization with the way uh, their GM search was handled. Uh, Nick Casario was hired as the general manager for the Houston Texans. They still haven't made a choice on uh, head football coach yet, but they haven't interviewed Eric Bieniemy, which is Deshaun Watson's top choice. So he's just very unhappy. I mean, he was unhappy last year when they did traded DeAndre Hopkins away. It's just not going well. I guess they're. He was very unhappy with the owner, uh, Cal McNair, with the way they handled the social justice issue, amongst other things. And now he's threatening to leave. He's got a no trade clause. And, you know, there was floated around this morning that he could possibly accept the trade to go down to South Beach in a swap trade for Tua. Tua will go to the Houston. But there's a lot of speculation going on right now. Everybody wants to Sean Watson. That doesn't have a quarterback. I especially do as a Broncos fan. That's just music to my ears to hear a Pro Bowl quarterbacks on the market. We did it with Peyton Manning. We can certainly do it with Deshaun Watson. So this whole Watson news is very crazy. He's an MVP candidate about to go on the market here, boys. I could say that I think the uh, the Texans look like they're going to become the new Browns, Giants, Dolphins of years ago, where those teams just struggled because you leave my Giants alone. They, this is just speaking the truth. They are just. I see so many problems occurring. I mean, JJ Watt is not happy. He came on the uh, TV for an interview post game last week, right? Or was that two weeks ago? He was like really pissed off about his team. Um, pretty much just took shots at him. Uh, Bill O'Brien seems very cutthroat and not even like a good coach. Like he, he just seems like he doesn't care about anybody, honestly. Um, he's the GM and the coach, which we've talked about this before. And now DeAndre Hopkins, he winded up leaving. Great receiver that seems like he's not a problem in the world left, obviously, over something between Bill O'Brien and him. And now Deshaun Watson, your quarterback's not happy. So, this organization seems like a bit of a mess. Definitely not a team I want to play for. And if he does leave, I mean, it won't shock me because we've already seen the problems that they've been having in that organization. They're definitely going to start going through a, a rebuilding phase. Um, you know, get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it, just didn't make any sense. I mean, they, it started with uh, them getting rid of Jadavion Clowney, and then yep. it just kind of spiraled downward from there. And it's like, what what do you do? What what are you guys doing? Are you, are you trying to build a winning team? And I mean, it really showed this year and the way they played and their record. I mean, you can't put it all on Deshaun Watson. Obviously, he wasn't happy. There's things going on behind the scenes that people don't know about. Um, it's and just it's affected him all season. It's a very poorly ran team. I mean. Brian Cushing is a strength and conditioning coach. That guy was an ex-football player. Like, yeah, he lifts weights, 
I don't even know if this guy has a CSCS. Got busted and, for steroids, too. Got busted for steroids. It is known to be a head case. I mean, he was a lunatic <laughs> out in the field, and yet he's your strength conditioning coach. This this Ryan guy is Cushing. in charge of training peak, training the team for strength conditioning. And like like I said, it comes down to him just knowing how to lift weights, and that's all they care about. But to me, I, I just like don't really understand this, uh, like what they're doing here, honestly. Be cushion. I mean, Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards this year. He's in his prime right now. They should not be rebuilding this whole entire squad. And unfortunately, Bill O'Brien got them to this point where the defense is bad. They got no weapons on the offensive side of the ball. There are running back situation is iffy with uh, David Johnson. Their offensive line is up and down every week. So can David they Johnson. Put them, they put themselves in this mess. Now, whether Deshaun Watson gets traded, who knows? Because he is the solution to this rebuild. But at the same time, if he's unhappy, he does have a no trade clause to where he could pretty much force his way out. And he's got a very tradable contract too. So teams can be able to take on that punch. Like, uh, for instance, San Francisco is a good suitor. You got um, New England out there that's in dire need of a – quarterback the general manager they just hired was from the new england he was a um director of personnel so he might have ties to that new england program throw bill belichick a bone so like there's a lot of possibilities going on miami is one that has um answers and they need draft capital too this team doesn't have a pick until the third round this year this upcoming draft because they traded it all the way now excuse me for a second uh, I want to. I want to go back to something real quick. Is Bill O'Brien still in this organization? Or he's it, he was fired. Like in he's September. gone. Then. Okay, yeah. so it's Romeo Cornell, right? Is that how well interim? It? Yeah, they're searching interim, for yeah. head coaches right now. They're okay, interviewing so, guys. Excuse me for saying that. Then I'll just go back to saying how Bill O'Brien was not didn't seem like a good coach and just butt heads at a lot of people. I'll say that instead. But, yeah, it just seems like it's a little bit of a mess, honestly. And right now, like, that team is just very bad. It seems like J.J. Watt is going to go out the door soon because he has one year left on his deal. They're in dire need of cap space. Will Fuller is going to be gone from that team. They have no defense, like I said. They need a lot, and they just don't have enough resources to rebuild that squad. So I can totally see. Can you imagine what the trade market is for Deshaun Watson? How many first-round picks or uh, capital or players they would get in return of him? Like, it would be a crazy amount. Yeah, I I don't know. I, the biggest thing that throws me off right now is I just want to go back to the whole strength conditioning thing is, like, you have an assistant strength conditioning coach who has no certifications. He just knows how to lift weights, and he, and he got hired by the NFL staff. Like, that's just right there is enough to say, like, what are you guys doing? Well, maybe he did. We don't know. No, he doesn't. I'm on the website right now. Like I know, I know that he wouldn't go get it. It just says that second season as a coach, and marks the second the season bio. on staff following a nine-year playing career in Houston. That's it. But regardless, this is all it come down to: is Watson going to get traded? He's the biggest domino that could affect the entire draft. Like, imagine if he gets traded over to Jacksonville. Or Indianapolis. What a game changer that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, 
This is a top why. five quarterback that's going to be on the market. People are going to go all over this guy if he's available. They will offer him probably three first-round picks. I mean, shoot, Jamal Adams was traded this offseason, and he was worth two first-round picks. We saw a lot of guys worth first-round picks. Forrest Buckner was worth a first-round pick. Just imagine Deshaun Watson. Like You will have to give up at least three or four. We'll keep that story developing. It's not going to go away anytime soon. A lot of teams are going to be buzzing about it. So uh, we'll go into the NFL playoffs. Super wild card weekend was this weekend. Right now, the Browns are up 14-0 to on the Pittsburgh Steelers, which will have big implications in the AFC. But to begin the whole entire weekend off was the Buffalo Bills taking care of business against the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts were winning for a little bit, but then the Bills surged, and then the Colts started doing a comeback again. But it uh, wasn't enough. Bills ended up winning 27-24. The Rams shocked the Seattle Seahawks 30-20. to It was all Rams. Seahawks had a great start to the season, but over the past couple of months, things weren't adding up on the defensive side of the ball and on the offense, um, and it showed in this game. Jared Goff came in and played very well with that injured thumb, so the Rams won 30-20. to Tampa Bay got their first playoff victory since the Super Bowl 37. They defeated uh, the Washington football team 31-23. Tom Brady was exquisite, and he is the oldest player to now win a playoff victory at age 43 years old. Then today, we had the Ravens defeat the Titans 20-13 in sort of a revenge game. Those two teams really hate each other. Derrick Henry didn't do nothing on the ground. He only put up 40 yards rushing while Lamar had a had a pretty good day on the, on the, the ground and in the air. And then the Saints took care of business against the Chicago Bears. They won 21-9. Drew Brees looked pretty good. Alvin Kamara was back. Michael Thomas caught a touchdown pass. So in the NFC, it's pretty much set for the second round. The Saints will play the Buccaneers in the second round, and the Rams will play the Green Bay Packers. We're still seeing what the season is going to be based on this game because Cleveland's up right now. They would go to Kansas City if they win, and if the Steelers win, they would the Steelers would play Buffalo. So anyway, I'll leave it up to you guys. Thoughts on Super Wild Card Weekend? Bills. The Bills game was great. I thought that was one of the best games I watched all year in any sport. Um, Josh Allen is a beast. Like, this kid, second year, but I just one of those things where I guess it just clicks with him. He's clearly having fun, and that Bills team is having fun. Um, and I think that's just like a huge help for them. Now, they only won by three points against the Colts. Phillip Rivers played well, too, honestly, for a vet. But the only reason why Philip Rivers, no matter where he goes, he just can't get past that hump. I just think he's a little bit too hot-headed. Like, he needs to be cool, calm, collected no matter what happens. And he's even at his age now, he's – I just don't – he's a guy that I feel like will never learn. He's just one of those guys. He's just constantly always, like, hands up in the air, pissed off, like, yelling, exerting energy to things. And Like, I understand the love for the game and the want to win, but I feel like in the NFL you have to – you can't show your weakness. Like you have to, you can't let the emotions get the most of you. And that's his downfall. But as far as Josh Allen, he played his heart out. This kid, if there's one quarterback I want to take in the league right now, it's him. Um, he is a very gritty guy. He throws the ball very well. He sees the, the field. Great. 
He's got agility like a wide receiver, and he's got a body like a tight end that'll just do whatever it takes to get the first down or touchdown to help his team win. Um, but at the end of the game, with about a couple minutes left, like three, four, five minutes left, he started really losing his cool. And at one point, it was second, thir- uh, 30, second, 33. Um, and like he fumbled one time, and his one of the linemen jumped on the ball to save him. So they had a little bit of a sloppy play at the end that they could have, you know, they could have just carried this game out and then uh, they started getting sloppy. So a couple of mistakes that he has to uh, learn from and he has got to keep his cool and also be able to close out a game without having to worry about losing. Uh, How about the losing, Browns 21 to zero? Winning by three points. Oof. I'm so I'm sorry to cut you off shocked of what Cleveland is doing right now. This is an ass kicking. Yeah, it's literally 21-0. What did I say though? Hold on a second. What did I say about this year the Steelers not being any like I don't care what the record was. They're not a proven team. Like they I mean, don't Everyone was me. saying that, dude. All of us were on that board. But that's what I'm saying is like they weren't proven. But anyway, Bills played great. Rams I'm surprised they won, man. I'm like very surprised they won. But one of the other games that I thought was really good was Washington and Tampa. I thought Washington was actually going to be able to uh, win this game, man. Taylor Heineke. Let's just talk about this guy. Yeah, Taylor Heineken Heineke. What an absolute beast, man. This is a guy that like I want on my team. He's just like seems like a nobody who just plays his heart out. Dude, at the end of the game, if my quarterback, honestly, a lot of people say opposite, but if my quarterback doesn't have a little bit of dirt on his knees and back and grass in his helmet, I'd be a little disappointed, honestly. And this kid, Hopefully not on the back because that means he gets sacked. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, like, get dirty, man. Get in there, play football. He was even a leading rusher on this team, man. He's very athletic. He sees the field pretty good. Um, he, he's got a good arm. He's very accurate too. He had a couple sideline passes that really helped out this team. And that one run I want to talk about, he stretched four yards in the air to get that touchdown. I mean, that's just pure will right there. Pure will. Yeah. He looked pretty good starting out. It was just pretty good. Was a, dude. There was some, there was some like miscued throws, but like he, he was pretty good when the, Buccaneers were just blitzing all game. They were putting lots of pressure on Taylor Heineken. He was, he was able to deliver. He, he had a couple of bad balls that you could fix on, but dude, he was pretty spectacular. Everyone's going to have bad balls. Now, I going into next season for Washington, I think they you got to keep Alex Smith if he's not retiring, and you got to keep Taylor Heineke. And then maybe with your first round pick, you get like this Trey Lance kid from North Dakota State. Mentor him, build him up the right way, like they failed with Dwayne Haskins, and just have Taylor Heineke and Alex Smith battle for the starting gig. Taylor Heineke Dude. has been proven to be a starting quarterback in this league, and he played pretty well. I want to let Brando speak, obviously, too. But uh, the last thing I'm going to say about the Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke is you're 100% right. This Washington team, and you're going to, I'm going to sound crazy, but I'm going to say it this Washington team has a fairly good chance of making it very far into the playoffs, maybe even Super Bowl-ish, if they can keep Alex Smith as the mentor to Tyler Heineke. Because there's a couple things going on here that I see. 
Number one is Tyler Heineke is there to play football and to win games and give it really everything he's got. Not saying it, but physically showing it. And then the second thing is Alex Smith is a hell of a quarterback. He was a star in Utah, and he's got a great mind, great attitude, great outlook on life, and he'd be a great mentor to uh, Tyler Heineke. So I think that combo there would do some pretty big damage. So I'm just going to piggyback on the Washington game real quick. Um, I know Taylor Heineke's played for a few different teams, um, and it's it's kind of puzzling to me um, that Ryan Fitzpatrick is is a starter, and this guy is not a starter, and no teams are really seeking out this guy. And I'm kind of kind of mind blown that Dwayne Haskins got a starting job over him. Um, I don't know much about Heineke's background, um, but I, Dwayne Haskins to, Dwayne Haskins did it to himself. Right, but but Dwayne Haskins did it to himself. It, it was nothing with the coaching. I mean, yeah, he went to a kind of shitty organization with not a great uh, coaching background for quarterbacks, but it, it, this is on Dwayne Haskins. This is just how this guy is. I mean, he went, he went to a strip man. club after a loss, and yeah, he's an, he's an idiot. He's, he's, right I've now, he's that. a total idiot. Immature, I, and you just, lose your starting job as a second-year guy, you're an idiot. Yeah, immature and, and like uh, kind of like, oh, I'm the best, like – that like, dude, you, you throw more interceptions than touchdowns. It's time to put your head down and work. There's no time to celebrate and party. You put your I head down and you work. I fan of him anyways. I mean, he's from New Jersey. I don't know if that says anything. What's worse yeah, but, is that Carson Wentz had more interceptions than this guy, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Maybe Dwayne's working at that strip club as a bouncer right now. Yeah, yeah maybe him and Wentz are. <laughs> him um, and Wentz. But as far as these other games go, I'm pretty sure every team I predicted to win lost, uh, except the Browns. I, t- I said they would beat the Steelers, um, and it looks like they probably will because the Steelers are the best worst team in the NFL. Um, True. But as far as everything else, I really didn't watch many of the games. Um, but I did kind of predict the Bills game right. It was going to be back and forth, and it was going to be a battle until the very end. Um, and that's exactly what it was. Um, but, you know, good for the Bills. Credit to them. Um, I hate their fan base, but I, I like Josh Allen and I like what they're doing. I absolutely love though going back to the Dwayne Haskins thing, where Dwayne Haskins was like, "I only play for Washington if you take one of my boys with you." So they drafted Terry McLaurin, and now Dwayne Haskins is not even there, and Terry McLaurin was having a day yesterday as well. Like, I think McLaurin's so, better off without him. I think that's so funny though. Like McLaurin was there to work. Dwayne Haskins, I said this in the beginning, he's not ready from the NFL. He's not ready for it. And clearly it showed. But, uh, dude, Bill's fan base, I love it. It's so funny. The West, like people, people, people have people, – Bill's fans have baby and throw it through tables for christening. Dude, well, one dude, guy I saw that. Wife, I saw that. <laughs> threw his wife. Well, that was like a joke. But the one guy threw his wife through a table, I think. Dude, and this was a toddler. They're a different breed. <laughs> no, but I don't They're think he did it for breed. real, did he? Yeah, he did. I didn't see that. That's oh my god! It was. I love Bills fans. I'm sorry, guys. I love those guys, man. Just like I love them if they're not hurting anybody. Shoot, threw a kid through a table. Damn. No, the kid totally signed the waiver. He said, "Oh it was, yeah." You know, oh, another interception, man. This is a route. It's all that trash talk from the Steelers. I know. I mean, big Big Ben's got to be done after this. This is two interceptions right now. Dude, this guy needs to leave. He looks like he doesn't. He's never. He doesn't even look like a football player. He's out of shape. He's probably out of breath. 
Well, I want to give my thoughts on the playoffs. For first, I think we've seen the last of Philip Rivers. I think Indianapolis is going to go in a different direction. They just weren't really. Their play calling was really terrible. I don't know if you watched it, Ant, but like when they were down at the goal line in the first half on the third and goal, they ran a toss play. You don't run a toss yeah, play on they, third and goal. They did make some stupid plays that I think they could throw the defense off, and Washington even did that too. It yeah. was like uh, first and ten on like the 11th yard line. So it wasn't really, it couldn't be first and goal, obviously, but they were thrown in the end zone, like two times, three times in a row. And you're like, you don't have to do that. You just need like yard by yard by yard. And then figure out a play that you think is most likely to work. I mean, easier said than done, but yeah, play calling is huge. But I mean, what do you think it is with Philip Rivers, man? It just seems like everywhere he goes, he just cannot put it together. He doesn't have the arm strength anymore. He's a shot put pass that needs the short and mid game going. They, Indianapolis was designing like long passes for him. I was like, that's not Philip Rivers' game now. Oh, my nowadays. God, dude. This is such an ass-kicking. It's another I, touchdown from Cleveland. I've said this from the start about – um, I said this on the NFL Weekly Drive. Situation football is going to be key, and some coaches are going to break, and some coaches are going to thrive. And Frank Reich was just putting Indianapolis in some terrible decisions. Whether you want to say going for it on fourth and goal, I, I kind of like that because it was uh, field position. The Colts defense was holding Josh Allen to a pretty good pace in the first half, but you're right. Josh Allen, his progression as a quarterback – yeah. Has been amazing. Like from Dude, like point, he was so inaccurate and he was just so raw, but he had that talent still he, in him. He, and now he, you look into the year three, he's an MVP candidate, reading defenses, throwing the balls away, has the arm strength that know the when to set his feet and just gun it to digs or whoever else is open. Cole Beasley has been such a key factor for that yeah. uh, team. It's amazing the progression of Josh Allen and you got to give Sean McDermott and that whole entire bills coaching staff, a lot of credit. And also Josh Allen too, being very committed to football. And now he's pretty much the mayor of Buffalo. You got to let the players play. And Sean McDermott is letting Josh Allen do that. That's the same thing that's happened in Kansas city with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Let your quarterback play. Like there were times when he didn't see anything happening. So he scrambled out of the pocket and gained like 20 yards off of it. The dude is fast. Let him run. Let him, let him, like, he's all in, man. I love watching this kid play. He's a huge body. Like you said, he reads the field well, reads the defense as well. He's got a great arm. He's accurate. He, I mean, he's pretty much got it all. He, he's a mix of, like, a running back, quarterback, and, like, everything put together pretty much. Um, and, and one thing I want to say about this Bills team is they beat the Colts. Because in my eye, what I saw is they're just more athletic defensively and offensively between speed, quickness, age. I Their mean, defense was letting up a lot of big plays, though. That Buffalo's defense, they are very vulnerable in the passing game. It was a lot of secondary. Space. I don't think. Yeah, there was a lot of space. Bill Rivers was dicking and dunking, scoring on the, like the third well, quarter. Pitt, they were driving right down the field. They were. And Pittman had a game, too. Um, but like I T Y Hilton didn't really have that much, which which I was surprised. But uh, I mean, yeah, they they should press a little bit more. But that defense, that secondary is great, man. With who is it, Micah Hyde and White, and there is isn't there another one? I think there's another one that's uh, cornerback or safety. Davius like, White, White, yeah, him. And dude, they're I mean, 
to me, I think that Bills defense is great. I think the whole team, like I said, offensively and defensively, was just more athletic than the Colts. Yeah, absolutely. And then on to the Rams game. I mean, the Rams were just so dominated against Seattle Seahawks. Seattle pretty much didn't have a chance. I mean, when John Wolford was in that quarterback and, you know, he was taken out because of the hit he took against Jamal Adams, which he's okay. They took him to the hospital for further measures on his neck, which everything checked out. Everything came back negative. So good for him. But, um, it, the Rams just absolutely dominated Russell Wilson. It was pure domination across the board from the Rams. It was unbelievable. And that Seattle Seahawks defense, they just couldn't wrap up. And I'm concerned with the Bills because they do a good job of wrapping up. But if you give a lot of space against Patrick Mahomes, you might be in for a long day if your offense doesn't come back and try to help you. There were a couple plays where the Bills defense did struggle with wrapping up, especially in that linebacker department. But, um, I mean, it's going to happen. There's athletic players on the field who can move away very quickly. And not every time you wrap up, you're going to wrap up and make a tackle. Um, it's just football. But, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting the next couple of uh, couple of games that we'll be seeing. Yeah, the finish off, the Rams dominated. Like, total ass-kicking against Seattle. And very shocking. They're going to have some big moves to make in Seattle to see what they want to do in the future to help Russell Wilson out. Uh, Tampa, they they had a couple injuries that might be uh, you want to keep an eye on. Like Mike Evans was limping a little bit. Ronald Jones didn't even play. I know the run game is something that Tampa wants to keep going, uh, get going for their offensive success, especially with Tom Brady. If they got to go and play the Saints this upcoming weekend in the next round, that's going to be crucial. Uh, defense was pretty good. Um, you know, Tampa is just that Antonio Brown signing was big for them. Antonio Brown has been on fire in, in December and now in the first round of the playoffs. And Chris Godwin's going to be a free agent coming up. I wouldn't be shocked if they just let Chris Godwin go and keep a Antonio Brown on the on the cheap end. He has been really good with his uh, chemistry with Tom Brady. Um, they're they're looking like an All Pro team down in Tampa now today. Tom Tom Brady. Tom Brady's Antonio Brown saving grace. I like, it really, really is. firmly believe that. Like, if it wasn't for him, man, I don't think he'd be on this team. I don't think he would be having a season because there was a route he ran yesterday for a touchdown, and I was like, holy shit, that's the Antonio Brown that I know. It's, it doesn't look like he missed, missed a step at all, missed a beat at all, nothing. Very smooth. He might not be as fast, but, like, his, his route bus, running though. is nice. Yeah, route running, man, is everything in the NFL. And that was a good Washington defense. That was one of the top five defenses. Now they got yeah. to do it against New Orleans, who has a pretty good defense of their own. And uh, they got some chip. They got some chippiness to them. They pretty much took care of business against Chicago today. Chicago couldn't do anything. But, um, yeah, that'll be a good matchup for the third time in a row this year. I know the Saints had their number. They destroyed them the last Sunday night, if I remember correctly. But um, Ravens came out balling today. Lamar Jackson got his first playoff win. Uh, it was very back and forth. The Ravens did a good job of shutting Derrick Henry down. Derrick Henry had a phenomenal year, and then to only put up 40 yards is kind of disappointing from Tennessee's perspective. Um, but – you know, the Ravens, they got to open up the pass game. They they need a wide receiver one really badly. I mean, Marquise Brown can't be your top guy to go to. Uh, he had a couple of good things, but in order to beat the great defenses in the league, you need a pristine uh, 
number one receiver to go along with Lamar because Lamar is not really a big time passer. He's a he's a good dynamic quarterback that can get some good passing game, but like he's not an elite passer that everyone's kind of used to seeing. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's an athletic guy. He can run. So if you can do it, do it. You know, that's a gift right there. You know, he can throw the ball and he can run at the same time. So you now have two weapons instead of one. Use them to your advantage. Right. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, just do that. And then I think in the offseason, they, they have a good shot to beat uh, Kansas City or Buffalo. I think the Ravens do. I mean, as long as they get out to an early lead, I know they didn't today. They were down 10 nothing at the end of the first quarter. But they were able to fight back. Lamar ran like a 49-yard touchdown run and hit top speed at 21 miles an hour. I mean, he was sitting insane. in the pocket and then just zoomed right through the defense. It was nuts. That's insane. 21 miles per hour. I mean, if you can get over 20, that's that's very, very good. And look... He's not going to be the passer that everyone wants him to be. He's not going to be that quarterback like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Don or uh, Aaron Donald, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and um, who else am I forgetting? Tom Brady. None of those guys. He's going to be like a Michael Vick hybrid that kind of lacks the passing style of it. So, like, deal with it. You can win with that too. You could totally win a championship with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. He has something that no other quarterback in the next 10 years is going to have. And that's his legs. His legs are elite. Keep him healthy. And his attitude is great too, because in the interview, oh, yeah, today, swagger is awesome. In the interview today, um, I think it was like tr- that girl, Tracy from CBS was interviewing, uh, Lamar no, it Jackson. Was ESPN. I forget who it was. Ah, uh, shoot. Um, Lord, sure, Lord I was almost certain. Yeah, it was an ESPN game. Tracy Wolfson is uh, yeah, yeah, that, CBS. That, that's who it was, I think. Nah, I she was doing the Bears game. Oh, I thought that was her. So, anyways, yeah. somebody was interviewing him, and they said, "How did you guys? How were you guys able to con- control Derrick Henry, or something along the lines of that?" And he's like, "No, no, no. This is not about Derrick Henry. This is about us, our team versus them." We came out, we wanted to win our game, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He just had a good answer. I remember, like, he pretty much just, just didn't put it on him or one person and just put it on, like, a whole the whole team and gave credit to everybody. So, I mean, that's a leader you want. You know, you want a guy like that on your team. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be great to see because their defense is really good. If they can run the ball very effectively and get established to run that way, they're going to be good. They could be a Super Bowl contender. They're a dark horse. I've said it from the jump. So, dude, I have the Ravens and the Buccaneers in this Super Bowl. So we will see what happens. Could happen. Could happen. So, Brennan, you got final thoughts on any playoff action? You excited to see any of these? Um, you know, what are you seeing from the Rams Packers matchup next week or the Tampa Bay uh, Saints? Like, you saw the Bucks game, so you can answer. Like, do the Bucks can they beat them a third time? I think the Bucs um, can definitely beat the Saints. I think anybody could beat the Saints. I've said it all season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's just something about the Saints and the Rams and the Steelers. I just didn't I just didn't like – I know they have winning records and they have good defenses, but there's just something about them I didn't like this year. Um, I, I know agree. I, pre- I know I predicted the, the Chiefs and the, the Packers to be in the Super Bowl, and that's just a safe bet. 
and I really honestly don't see it any other way. Brad, you had Cardinals and Bengals. Yeah, well, dude, bold predictions. Come on, bro. <laughs> That was, that was the best bold prediction, though. Out of all of our predictions, that was the best one. Yeah. Actually, I mean, no one expects good. that. And if but, Joe Burrow but, didn't get hurt, they might have finished like 7-9. and nine. I don't know. Dude, you're and the so Cardinals right. just suck so bad at the end of the year. <laughs> it just like couldn't close out games. But, dude, I agree with you completely. Like, the, the Saints, I'm just like just not sold on either. And the, the Steelers, for sure, I'm like the best worst team in the NFL. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger looks like he just went to a carnival and ate five hot dogs before he came to play tonight. <laughs> like, he probably did. Dude, the only guy who can look like that is Phil Kessel, and he plays in the NHL. And that's it. Like, I don't, I don't well, know. Even was... Brett Kiesel from the old Pittsburgh Steel from back in the day with the big beard. I don't know, man. If the guy could still play, he can play. But that was an awful throw right there. Like, I don't know, man. It's 28-0 in the second quarter. Like, how how are you 12-4? and four? They got some big decisions to make in the offseason, too, if this is their last game. I mean, shoot. The Steelers faithful, they haven't lost to the Browns in Pittsburgh since 2003. Like, that's regular season. That's crazy. 18 years ago. Yeah. That's nuts. Like, and now you're going to have the Browns come to your field and beat you for the first time in 18 years in Pittsburgh with the aging quarterback in the playoffs. And this is the first time Cleveland's been there since 2002. I mean, it's going to happen, though. It's bound to happen. Just like the Patriots dynasty there. It's bound to fall apart. Like Right. But this, if you forever. ask Steelers fans, if you ask them, like, hey, are you going to lose to the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs in the home uh, playoff game, they would be like a hundred times no. Like they, they'd be so confident that they would win that game. And now look at this. They're like they gotta be questioning themselves. Like, man, what is this team now? I mean, whoever wins this game, though, we're gonna see Browns and Bills. What do you guys think of that? Well, no, we're gonna see um, the way the seeding will work. We'll see if the Browns win, they will go play Kansas City. Oh, the Chiefs, and then the Ravens so will play it? the Bills. Oh, okay. I kind of like that a little bit better then. And you have the Ravens in the Super Bowl? Yeah, Ravens and Buccaneers. I don't know, man. I, I mean, it's hard to bet against the Bills right now. The only reason I picked the Ravens is because, and I'm not like a huge fan of Lamar Jackson as far as like believing that they'll make to a Super Bowl. So don't I, get Bobby started on that. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> why he thinks he's going to the Super Bowl. He thinks he's a running back. Wes, Wes, can I, you, I, did you ever tell him how you, you said Bobby started looking up stats on Lamar Jackson and oh, just to dude, prove yeah. he wasn't a great quarterback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, this guy, he, he's like too much to deal with. <laughs> but like he wasn't sold on the Bills. The Bills are just dominating. Honestly. I was the only one sold on the Bills all year, no, no, Wes. You Bobby jumped off the for like one or two weeks. I was sold on the Bills as well. That makes two of Bobby's, them. Bobby bought into the Bills in late, late like November. Later. Later, yeah. though, we said this from the start. As soon as the season started, we're like, Buffalo Bill train, I'm on it. They struggled, but, though. Don't get me wrong. Also, mention about the Everybody Bills. did. You got to mention about, um, who was it? I, Ian, or um, I forget. Ian Eagle? Ian Eagle. He said, now that is a terrific bass when bass nailed that 54-yard oh, field goal. Yeah. Kick. And Dude. then the Bills were, like, golf clapping on the sidelines, too. This that guy was, was jacked up. 
Tyler Tyler Boss Tyler Bass, Bass. is um, is the man, dude. He's the man. <laughs> Tyler Bass is uh, is literally the man. This dude was made every single field goal. Mr. Clutch over here, you said. Yeah, Mr. Reliable. But they really said the announcer said after he made like a 54 yard or whatever those. Now that is terrific, Bass. <laughs> That's awesome. What a guy. Dude, I love that. Ian Eagle is a great, great football <laughs> announcer, dude. And then oh, once he said man. that, oh, it's a wrap. Give better. him the Emmy. Now you got a now you got a poster of uh, him on your wall now in the bedroom. Yeah. Well, I would I bash. would say about the Ravens, like they got a good roster. They have one of the best rosters in the league. It's just they lack some parts on the offensive side of the ball. Like their offensive line could be better in pass pro and like Lamar could be better in pass game. The one interception he threw that was like a 50 yard interception was like he sailed the ball really bad. He like throws with like a sidearm, like how how like um infielders throw like a baseball, like he, he sidearms the ball and like it just kind of sailed on him like baseball players. You know how they throw sidearm and it's like pretty accurate. Yeah. 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 Lamar kind of has that throwing style oh, with with the football. Like Patrick Mahomes? Now, Patrick Mahomes has more of a – he's not really sidearm. He's kind of a mixture of both. But Lamar is like a pure sidearm thrower. Going back to Lamar Jackson, though, I kind of contradicted myself on the statement saying he's not a Super Bowl quarterback. I said like that he's maybe not Super Bowl worthy or whatever. But I want to go back and say that – what I mean to say is that because of his uniqueness, I think that – he is the Ravens are going to make the Super Bowl because he's such a different style of quarterback. I mean, he's so dynamic. He's very lethal and he's got a great, I go back to mindset, like a great mindset. He wants to win. He puts his team first. And like I said, that's a quarterback you want true leader. And then mm-hmm. along with that, you got Tom Brady on your team. So NFC Buccaneers, AFC uh, for the Ravens. I don't know. I, I the Ravens played tough football, man. I would love to see the Ravens play Tom Brady again. Because that's I mean, dude, always a good rival. I can't, I can't count out the way Green Bay is playing, too. Aaron Rodgers and the way that team is – the defense is playing better. Devontae Adams, I, I believe, is the best receiver in the game. Aaron Jones can run the ball really well. Their offensive line blocks it really, really well. They got a great tight end, Robert Tunyon, too. Like, they're playing in Lambeau. They're going to take care of that NFC, I believe. They, they are just so hot right now. Those – the Bills and the Packers to me are the hottest teams right now. And that's my Super Bowl prediction is the Bills and the Packers. Well, I, so you're switching now. Well, I switched, yeah. Because because dude, like Seahawks just stunk. I couldn't I couldn't buy into the Seattle Seahawks. I gotta switch my picks then. Well, no, you, you just made your case for Ravens Buccaneers. Anyway, we gotta move on. But um <laughs> you know, you you can think about wait, it, and then we'll back to the end of the show. Um, wait, wait, other news: does. got the national championship game on tomorrow night. Devontae Smith won the Heisman Trophy, first time a wide receiver has won it since Desmond Howard in the nineties. Um, amazing, amazing year for a wide receiver. He had three touchdowns in the um, college football semifinal. He had like twenty something on the year. He's a phenomenal wide receiver. He's going to be in the top five of the NFL draft. Um, I I kind of like Alabama's chances in this game. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I believe. 
Uh, I predicted 49-39 on the CFP 105, remember correctly. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited to see how that game unfolds. It's going to be very offensive, a lot of fireworks. I know you're excited, Ant. Uh, maybe Brandon watches the game. I know he's not much of a college football fan. But, uh, Brandon, you excited to see Alabama, Ohio State? Yeah, I am. I mean, any, I mean, Alabama, Ohio State, two good teams. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got my got my attention. Um, I'm not too big of a college guy, but if it's on tomorrow night and I'm home, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, and confidence scale from like zero to 100, how confident are you in the Ohio State's chances? It's a good question. Um, I need Alabama, an answer. Alabama, you will get an answer. Alabama is steamrolling this year. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they're showing to be. And I mean, like when I mean steamrolling, I mean, just killing teams, but they're playing Ohio state and that's very good opponents. So it can be the first team they're actually playing. That's going to give them a lot of trouble. Um, who knows if Nick Saban will have enough up his sleeve to be able to, uh, deflect it and combat that. But I believe my Buckeyes, I think they'll win. I don't think by a lot, but I think that they will win just because I think there's just that, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just a certain type of vibe of just like this year is their year to beat a team like that. We'll see. We'll see. You didn't answer the question like zero to 100% confidence. Boy, I gotta be pol- I gotta be political. I can't answer- I can't be straight up. I gotta give you an answer that you know is political. Well, uh, give me your percentage. Boy, political. Uh, win by a lot. Uh, no. So, how confident am I? Yeah, in Ohio State's chances, zero to one hundred percent. I mean, like I'll put it on like a eighty-five percent. Oh, okay. I'm not like a hundred percent confident that they're gonna beat them. I just think that they're gonna beat them. I we'll can't see. like in my own. I can't like I can't say that they're a hundred percent gonna beat them. I think right. they'll beat them. You think Juju's gonna be dancing after this game? Juju's gonna be crying, wishing he never said that about the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Juju's an idiot. If those who didn't know, um, Juju was uh, reflecting on the rivalry of um, the Steelers and the Browns in the radio call. And he said, uh, I think they're still the same Brown team I play every year. I think they're nameless gray faces. They have a couple of good players on their team. But at the end of the day, the Browns is the Browns. I don't think the Browns are the Browns anymore, Juju. And, the Browns uh, sure are a different Brown. I mean, your team is laying a brown right now. They're they're getting the shit kicked out of them. So, Ohio State. You gotta be careful in the playoffs too, giving another team more fuel and more of a um like motivation when you come on the radio and say that. You gotta be like very bland in these times. What's that like talking shit about the Browns? Yeah, like if you if you're doing a radio segment and like, oh hey, what's your thoughts on the Chiefs? Like, don't get don't be like, ah, we can beat the Chiefs. They're not that good. They're not the same Chiefs. Like, be very bland about it. Don't give more motivation to the other team. If I was, if I was the Kansas City Chiefs and we were going up against the New York Jets, I would still say, yeah, Jets are going to be a a team that is going to give us a little bit. I would never, 
I mean, I'm all about truth, but when it comes down to things like this, I'm just going to come back and bite you in the ass. Like, cause you're talking shit and you don't 100% know if you're going to beat them or not. I mean, anybody can win. I literally just be like, yeah, they have a chance against beating us, but we're going to go in there and do our job and do our best. That's it. That's all you yeah. need to say. And then go out there and win 74 to zero. That's all you got to do. Like, I would never trash talk a team like that. I love trash talking, but do it on the field. Don't do it like during the week of practice. Yeah. So, um, Brandon, I mean, we'll get into basketball talk. Philadelphia 76ers were down to seven players today because of COVID, a um, little COVID outbreak over there. But uh, the New York Knicks are five and five. They're six in the East. We're coming. I won't say they're back yet, but how about her? They're playing pretty good basketball. <clears throat> this past week, I haven't really had a chance to sit down and even turn the TV on. <laughs> but um, you know what, man? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the Knicks make it into the playoffs this this Dude, year. Can you imagine if they made it to the playoffs? Awesome. The Knicks and the Nets, and the Knicks, the Nets, and the Sixers. All three of those teams should make the playoffs. I mean, you got eight spots. I mean, keep it up. I mean, you're not playing 82 games this year. I think they cut it down by what 10 games, 72 games. So you got 72 games. I I think the Knicks can do it. I think they could get a a a spot. This is without Obi Toppin, and Obi Toppin was awesome in the uh, preseason. Obi Toppin. Yeah, why is that? I think he had a um a knee injury or something like that. Something with his uh He was like the was number old. one guy coming out of college. Yeah, he was a college basketball player of the year last year. Yeah, that dude's good. Dude, I can't wait till he Speaking of like uh rookies, LaMelo Ball became the youngest player to put up a triple double. Um he's 19 years old. I mean, he's been pretty good. Charlotte is coming up really well with uh Gordon Hayward there and LaMelo Ball has been a pretty good facilitator of the basketball. The way he does passes is cool. I saw some of the highlights. He was a really good player. I'm glad and we got dad disappeared. Dude, I know. Uh, Lonzo <laughs> and LaMelo played each other on Friday, too. I saw that. Yeah, I, I saw something about that. I forgot who won. I think the um, I think the Hornets won. Yeah, they won 118-110. to 110. I haven't heard much about Zion lately, though. Is but he playing? We'll yeah, he's playing. Mm. Well, now that now that the mellow's in the league, you're not going to hear much about Zion. Oh, <laughs> right. Here comes Lavar shaking his hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come here, Michael Jordan. Anyway, <laughs> um, we got hockey on Wednesday. Anthony, how about her? Yes, we do, Bod. How about her? Welcome back, National Hockey League. Dear A Flyers, Penguins, how about her? Some news, too, with uh, Corey Crawford uh, retiring after signing with the New Jersey Devils in the offseason. He's retiring um, because of personal reasons. He played 13 seasons, won two Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I don't know what the Devils do at goaltender, but kind of a little bit of shocking news. I guess that if you was... were like in tune with the Devils, then you could have saw this coming because he didn't go to preseason practice at all. It was shocking to me because I feel like he had more game left in him. Um, but at the same time, he knew he was going to be playing for the New Jersey Devils, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm out. Sorry, bye." <laughs> so that's why I kind of pretty much just like retired instead of saying trade me. Big Ben threw another pick. Oh, yeah, dude, didn't want to wear a Devils jersey. I could have seen him 
really like um he played good in the um bubble like the Blackhawks made it to yeah, the second he's round a, he's a great um great goaltender I mean simply put great goaltender um but yeah well I mean this is a little shocking to me I mean Hendrick Lundqvist just had surgery and he's still he's still gonna be a uh a goalie so um, yeah, I don't know. It was weird to me, but I mean, guys sometimes do that in, in, in NHL. They're just like, all right, I'm done. So, oh my god, everyone's roasting Juju. I love it. <laughs> Let's see this. <laughs> that shit's funny, man. Dude, he's a free agent this year too. So it's like, what team needs the marketing? Let's see, Jacksonville. Send them to Jacksonville. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! Wow, watch the toddler one. I did. I saw that. I was funny uh, too. Yeah, those, those Bills fans are from another planet. Planet Bills. Planet. Bills. It was good seeing them in Bill the uh, in the stands, though. Finally, yeah. let back in. It was loud there, honestly, with the amount of fans they had. Very loud, dude. They only had like ten thousand fans, and it was really loud. Yeah. They were Good like for them. smashing the seats and shit. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. They were very rowdy. Two fan bases that needed um, success: the Browns and the Bills. Man, I'm, I'm I'm glad for those two fan bases for the like terrible stuff they've went through for the past twenty years. Yeah, I mean Browns and the Bills too. I I secretly like the Bills because my grandpa was a Bills fan and loyal fans, and I'm very happy that they're finally having success. I was so sick and tired of seeing them just struggle because they've struggled for so long. Right. Sean Payton got slimed too. But uh, all right, boys. Anything? Oh yeah, the Mets made a big trade. Getting um yeah, and uh, shortstop Francisco Lindor. He's a Saw great that. player, all star. Where did he come from? The Angels or something? Uh, Cleveland, the Indians. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's a, big, a really good player. Big move, big move. I mean, not really a baseball podcast, but we 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 follow it along. DJ LeMahieu's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, once it starts getting a little bit more into baseball, then we kind of get a little bit more on it. We're definitely more. Football, like heavily football. Yeah, give us the pigskin. Yeah, heavy sure. football. Heavy Speaking football, of football, please. Ant, your rival just extended Jim Harbaugh for a little bit of years. I saw that, and I was very <laughs> happy with that. Very happy. Why they gave him an extension? Because they probably can't find another coach. So, good. Yeah, like who's going to give you 9-3 and three every year and lose to Ohio State by 20? If Ohio every State year? played Michigan, they would have lost by like 100 this year. Every year, man. Every year, it's just like nine and three, eight, eight and three, whatever. They, they just they, they get suck. two bowl games. They suck, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, I mean, it was rumored that he was going to go to the NFL, but um, looks the like news, he's staying in college. The news now is seeing what Urban Meyer does with Jacksonville. He's definitely not going to take the job. He's just entertaining them. I know that, but we'll see what they uh, what the news says. I like that if Urban Meyer goes to Jacksonville. Nah, he's not gonna. He's not going. I don't even know why this thing is in the news, but he's not. Well, gonna next do it. week, next week when he becomes the coach, we'll we'll break it down. <laughs> I'd love to see that because it's not gonna happen. 
Dude, he's assembling a coaching staff right now. He literally no. met the Jacksonville Jaguars coach on the yacht. On no. the yacht, bro. Yeah, on the yacht, exactly. In the yacht, because he doesn't give a shit. Well, the well, Jacksonville I mean, Jaguars the owner yard. is like, yo, Urban, you can own one of these two if you just come down here. Maybe <laughs> he's made yacht. enough money already. He made enough money because he cares about people. That's why he's done a great job at the schools he's been at. Oh, he cares about people. He so cared fun. about Aaron Hernandez down in Florida. Ooh. No, what can you do about that? I mean, like, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say it like that, but you can only do so much until people just have their own. They, they have their own. <laughs> I got you. Choices. You have your own yeah. choices in life. Like. You can try to save somebody as much as you want. And, like, at the end of the day, if, like, they're going to do something like that, they're going to do it. There's nothing you can do. It's sad, yeah. but it's just the way it, way it goes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anything else? I think we're going to get a Nickelodeon game for the Super Bowl. They had the – the numbers were really successful today for the playoff game on Nickelodeon. I am excited that hockey is coming back. Ohio State needs to beat Alabama tomorrow, and football playoffs is in session. Let's go, boys. Brandon, you got anything else? Any more Juju crying memes? (laughs) Um, When I come along them, which I probably will throughout the course of the night, I'll send them your way. Send him on over, but um, you know, I, 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 it's, I'm, I'm glad he said something because now I have something to laugh at for the next week when they lose. Dude, and Bobby was a big Browns hater too. Oh man, Tuesday is gonna be so much fun. God, I don't know why everyone hates the damn Browns. I don't. I mean, my God, man. they've sucked for so long. Like, let them, let them, let them have I, their I, moment. I just hate people who like aren't truthful. Like, they're a good team. Just, just admit it. Admit it. Like, Baker's doing great. Jarvis doing great. They're doing great. No, nah, dude, I can't admit team. that the Chiefs are a good team. I can't I can't say that, dude. I hate the Chiefs. Well Ugh. I, I can never say I'll that. never say I'll never say that team up north is good either, but <laughs> I understand that. But that's like I mean, asking a Bears fan that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> Bills Nation, baby. Bills Nation. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for this NFL playoff-filled podcast. We're going to keep on rolling with the NFL playoffs. We're going to have the national championship results next week. No CFP 100. We're, we're done with that. Um, so we'll be posting stuff on Twitter and Facebook. So go ahead and follow us at BenchBrosports.com. We'll post a lot of stuff about the game, the, atri- the theatrics. It's down in Miami, right? Uh, the game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's in Miami. Hey, I Good think they arrived you. yesterday, I wanna say. Maybe today. Yesterday. They only they arrived the day before the game? Gee, I or think two it, yeah, because COVID. Wow. They usually arrive like a week before and then they have like a right. week down there to do whatever. They have but, like media day and everything else, right. I think they literally ar- arrived like yesterday. If that's nuts. Oh, we got some hockey here. NBCSN. We're showing the Stanley Cup. Oh Did yeah, you guys how see about that fight? Did you guys see the fight in the Bears Saints game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They added a SpongeBob uh song over top of it. <laughs> it was dude. like brutal, man. The one dude was just like going at him like constantly. Oh my god, the way that, these guys that fight quarterback is for the Saints is very chippy, I guess. Like Tyson everyone Hill. seems to get in the fa- um no, not Taysom Hill, but uh the, one of the cornerbacks for the Saints, I oh, forget what corner. his name is. Corner. Yeah. He seems like to get in the fights 22? a lot with receivers. Yeah. I think he's 22. He's got like a long Gardner Johnson. 
Yeah, that guy. Isn't that the guy that Michael Thomas punched in the face at practice? (laughs) Probably, because the guy probably just talks a ton of shit. Yeah. Dude, Nickelodeon, like, for field goals, they had, like, SpongeBob in between the uprights. Oh, my God. Can you imagine watching the double doink with SpongeBob in between the uprights? (laughs) Oh, dude. Just to live with that as a fan, that would stink. But anyway, uh, to wrap up the show here, go to our website, BenchRoseSports.com. Go to our Facebook, Twitter, at BenchRoseSports. And go to our Instagram at OriginalBenchRose. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. Our podcasts are going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services. So go ahead, subscribe to those. Listen to um, us destroy Bobby on Tuesday on this upcoming week of the NFL Weekly Drive. You can catch other episodes of CFP 100. We had a great national championship preview. So if you want more college football, you can listen to that. And you can listen to other episodes of the Bench Bros Sports Podcast. So, all right. Again, thank you for listening. Guys, last and final thoughts as the Cleveland Browns are – beat the living crap out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Watch the Pittsburgh Steelers come back and win and we don't even get to talk about that. I'll be so mad, but anyway, <laughs> go Bucks, big game tomorrow, 2020 National Championships, baby. Brandon, you going to roll with the tide? Um, No, I'm not. Oregon Ducks. Either. Honestly, yeah. Oregon, Oregon Ducks. Ducks. Like, let's go Ducks. Did you ever get your half duck, half O shirt yet, Ant? No, I didn't. I'm not going to. I'll just cut a shirt and have them sew them together. Guys, I'll send you a picture of my Oregon Jordans come in. I can't wait. Dude, yes. Yes. I already got one here as a Christmas gift. Do you like those, Wes? What do you think, boy? Wes got them. Yeah, they're pretty good. I got the fake ones. Oh, dude, they're yeah. not fake. I've said this a oh, million boy, times. I'm not getting into this again. They're not fake, dude. They just don't have duck. Dude, they're fake. Like, they're real Jordans, but they're not real Oregon. Yeah, but, Jordans. like, if you want the ones with duck, they're, like, five grand. Like, exactly. just for they're, duck. Dude, they're not real. They're not real. We can put the duck on them. We can yeah, certainly we put the duck on them. Like, super glue. I'll send them out to Eugene, Oregon. They'll put the duck on there for you. <laughs> oh, yeah? You Let got contacts know. with Nike out there, boy. Yeah, boy. EQ. Hook us up. You can get us the Oregon ice skates. Do they? Uh, I don't even know if they have that. Oregon's hockey team is pretty good, though. They won their national, their Pac-12 championship, actually. Yeah, dude. I forgot that jersey. Nike has a hockey like brand. They could like Brower and all that. They can like supply the Oregon Ducks hockey team with some cool stuff. My old skates were Nike Bauer, and now they switched yeah. to Bauer. Literally, can you like, imagine if they had stuff. green ice skates? Oh, dude, yeah, it'd be pretty sick. Their jerseys were awesome, honestly. You got me yeah, hooked they, on those. They they are very awesome. I'll have to get another one. I'll have to get a white one. You gotta find that online because I'm not going yeah. back to Oregon. Yes, you can do. Take you one sure for do? the team. Yeah, we'll do it next year for we'll do it next year for yeah, one boy, of the take, games. We'll do a business trip out there. Yeah, boy, take one for team three thousand miles away. Just get you hockey jersey. No problem. No, we're going to preview the Oregon game. You're going to have contacts. We're going to interview coaches, the quarterbacks. We will. I have Mario Cristobal on. A week in Eugene, bench bro style. Eugene, Oregon, in Duck we'll get City. An R- we'll get an RV and everything. Road trip, boys. Yeah, and then we'll, uh, we'll hit up uh, uh, 
we'll go down to Tampa, was. pick up Brandon, and then we'll go all the way to Eugene. Do a big oh, yeah. final. <laughs> sounds like a yeah, sounds man. like a trip to me, boys. Five thousand miles worth of driving. I'm so in that. We can hire interns. Yeah, boy, pay for nothing, everything free. <laughs> All right, that was Anthony. That was Brandon. I'm Wes. We'll see you next time on the Bench Bro Sports Podcast. That's the show. We're out of here.